0: pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning, for the opportunity to be here, um, to meet and to share your word. We pray, Lord, that you speak to our heart in Jesus' mighty name, that your word will have its way in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So this morning, I just want to share a brief message with you titled, I gave you the title, The Trial of Your Faith. trial of your faith the trial of your faith all right and it's coming from first Peter okay so first Peter chapter 1 from verse 3 to 7 the Bible says blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ Who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Who are kept, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith For salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while. If need be. You have been grieved by various trials. That the genuineness of your faith. Being much more precious than gold. That perishes. Though it is tested by fire. May be found to be praise may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of jesus christ now that is the new king james i just want to read the last verse in the old king james the old king james instead of the genuineness of your faith the old king james replaced genuineness with trial and when you look at the greek word that is used in that verse the best translation is trial and so the the old king james says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perished, though it's tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And this morning we are talking about the trial of your faith. Now, let me give you a little background to this passage. This passage was this book. um, First Peter was written by Peter to the believers in Asia Minor who were going through persecution. They were being persecuted for their faith. And so Peter wrote this book to encourage them and to strengthen them, to exalt them to go through the persecution, knowing that there is an end resource for the persecution that they are going through. And Peter makes a comparison of their faith to gold. And he says that your faith is much more precious than gold. Gold is a very valuable metal very valuable compared to all compared to several metals gold has a, gold has a great value and so if peter is comparing the faith of the believers to gold and he says that their faith is much more precious than gold it means that the faith that we have is valuable than unique thing that we any material thing that we can think about because Peter says in this passage that gold is going to perish because at the end of the day at the end of our lives the money we have the wealth we have the gold we have does not count for anything what really count is our faith in Christ Jesus and so Peter says that their faith is much precious than gold and when their faith is tested it will be unto praise Honor and glory. The second thing we can talk about gold, the second thing we can say about gold is that gold is durable. And so, compared to other metals, gold is very durable. So, your faith is very durable. You see, without your the faith, your fundamental faith in Christ Jesus, Christianity is nothing. If you don't have the fundamental faith in Christ Jesus, Christianity is nothing. When you lose your faith in Christ Jesus, your Christianity means nothing. Because the basis of our our existence and the basis of um, our strength to be able to carry on is the faith. Faith is the foundation. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. The beginning of our walk with God started in faith and is going to end. With faith the Bible says looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith of our faith. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith and therefore our faith starts from our walk with Christ, our Christian life starts by faith and ends by faith. So without faith, our life is nothing. And then when you put gold through fire, gold cannot be destroyed by fire gold will come out of fire looking brighter and looking better. And when gold goes through fire, it is you are able to mold it into something else. And so as the gold is going through the fire, the fire is not destroying the gold, but the fire is making the gold shine better. And the fire is making the gold, um, it, it's putting the gold in a state that you can use to do other things, other precious things. And that is what your faith is like. When your faith is going Um, through trial, the trial does not destroy your faith. Whatever you go through or whatever God takes you through, it is not intended to destroy your faith, but it's intended to make you a better person and bring you out better. And so when you go through difficult um, difficult times and you go through trials and you go through difficult situations, know that it is not intended. The purpose of the trial as a child of God is not intended to destroy you. And so as you're going through trials, don't think for a minute that this is what is going to break me down. This is what is going to destroy me. No, the purpose of the trial is not to destroy you, but to make you a better person. And so when you put gold into fire, you are not destroying it. You are causing it to become brighter and better. And when our faith goes to trial, our faith is not being destroyed. Our faith is being um, refined to a place where we can be matured. And become better Christians. Now, your faith is much better than gold because when gold goes through fire, it loses weight, it reduces innate weight. But when your faith goes through fire, it increases, it multiplies. And that is why your faith is much better than gold. Your faith is much valuable than gold because gold will perish. Your faith is durable than gold. Your faith will, will, will becomes better and is multiplied through fire. But your faith is not destroyed by fire. And so Peter writing to the believers wanted to encourage them that even as you are going through this trial, even though you are going through pain right now, remember that your faith, hold on to your faith because your faith is much precious than anything that is here on earth. And he compares your faith to gold but he says their faith is much precious than gold what are some of the things that test our faith persecution the bible tells us that everyone who wants to live a godly life in christ jesus will suffer persecutions and so if you are suffering persecution know that you are living a good life in crisis unfortunately sometimes we want everyone to agree with us we want everyone to like us but the bible tells us that anyone who will live a godly life in christ you will have disagreement when jesus christ came here on Earth, a lot of people disagreed with him a lot of people persecuted him and so we cannot win everyone to we cannot cause everyone to like us no everyone will not like us but if you know that you are following the truth and you know that you are following Jesus Christ know that persecution will come, will come your way but Christ will take you will take you through that persecution when this, those persecutions come your way remember that it is not meant to destroy you but it's meant to make you a better person and so first timothy chapter 3 verse 12 says yes and all who desire to live a godly life in Christ will suffer persecution. So if you desire to live a godly life in Christ and you're going through persecution, endure, because this is the promise we have. And Jesus Christ himself even told the disciples, he said unto them, Surely I say to you, no one has left a house, brother, sister, father, mother, wife, or children, or lands for my sake and for the gospel, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution and in the age to come Eternal life, and so he told them that listen, if you are going to follow me, if you are going to leave everything, if you're going to leave the world and follow me, then be ready because you are going to go through persecution. But even as you go through those persecutions, he has promised that I will be with you, that I will never depart from you. And so, when you go through persecution, see as a test of your faith, don't give up because of persecution, don't agree with everyone, don't just change to conform to the world because because of persecution but remember that you are called to stand out you are not called to blend in and so if the world wants you to blend in and become like them as a believer remember that you are called to stand out i remember reading a book sir i'm trying to remember exactly what the writer said but the writer says that if you continue to trim your light just to be able to adjust to the world, your light will soon go off. Because if you are always adjusting your light, if you are always adjusting your life, just to be able to conform to the world, your light will will, will soon go off. And so if you suffer persecution, endure it as a child of God, endure it as a soldier who is called to stand out and to lead the way and to show the world the truth. And so Things that will test your faith. One of the things that will test your faith is persecution. You will go through persecution. But as you go through persecution, remember that if they persecuted Jesus Christ, who is our example, who is our savior, who is our leader. Then if you go through persecution, do not be moved. Do not give up because it is something that is um, attached to our faith that we have to go through as believers. What are some of the things that will test our faith? Time will test your faith. If you're really a believer, if you really believe the words of the Bible, if you really believe the words of of the, the words of Jesus Christ, time is going to test that. Why do I say time is going, is going to test your faith? There are many people who set out from the beginning. They were zealous for God. They wanted to do great things for God. They were saying all the right things, doing all the right things, going to all the right places, confessing the Bible. But as time went on, their faith began, to, be, con, began to, to go down. The Bible says that in the end times, perilous times shall come. And because of the times that will come, the love of many will grow cold. And so a lot of people, the love, of, the love people have for God continue to grow cold with time. But if your faith is being tested by time, know that as your faith is being tested by time, it has to grow. It has to grow from one level to another. When people knew you to be a good Christian in the past, when they see you, they must see you a better Christian. If people know you to be a better Christian, when they see you, they must see you as an excellent Christian because you continue to grow with time. But your life and your faith with Christ does not depreciate over time, but it continues to grow with time. And so Time is going to test you. If you set out doing anything, time is going to test you. Will you be able to stay and continue? Will you just throw in the towel when time, when trials come in or when difficult times come in? Will you be able to... See, one of the things that will test our commitment to this scripture and to the word of God is time. If you are committed, time is going to test you. If you say that you believe time is going to test you. And if you are saying that you have been called by God to do anything, time is going to test you. Will you just throw in the towel, find a place and sit and relax and enjoy your life? Or will you continue to do what you believe God has called you to do? Everything that you claim, that you hold on to, time is going to test it. And time is the best revealer of people's true character. Time is the best revealer of what people actually believe. Because if somebody believes what they believe, they are able to hold on onto it to the end. But if somebody does not believe or somebody is not sure of what they believe, time will just test them and their true character will begin to come out. And so time, when you give everything time, it reveals the true character. Everything on earth can be tested by time. And your faith as well will be tested by time. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelation about a certain church. And the Bible says, this is the dead church. When Christ wrote to the church, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 3 verse 1, He says, and the angel of the church said is right. These things says he who, he who has the seven spirit of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive but you are dead. So this is a church that has a name that is alive. People see it as a very vibrant church. People, let's apply it to our Christian lives. There are people that you see as very good Christians, vibrant Christians, tongue-talking Christians, Bible-quoting Christians, and you feel that this person is a Christian. But the Bible says that Jesus told the church that you have a name, you have a reputation. People think that you are still a Christian. People think that you are alive, but what it's really happening is that you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect. And so time is going to test us. Time is going to prove us, whether we are we are people who hold on to the word that we have believed, whether we are people who are going to continue to hold on to our confession, or we are people who are going to give up. Time is going to test every one of us. And if our works or the things that we do for the kingdom of God begins to go down and depreciate and begins to um, fade away as, as time goes on and not increase, then we are not passing the trial of time or the test of time because time is going to test our faith. I pray that our faith will continue to grow with time. Ideally, everything should grow with time. And so if you are a believer and you are not seeing growth in your faith, check yourself again. Because you must be at a better place than you were yesterday. Because anything that is not growing is dying. Things don't stay the same. If it is not growing, then it is dying. And so you must make sure that your faith continues to grow. That your confidence in the Lord and in the scripture and in the things that you have come to believe will continue to grow so that it does not die. Because time is going to test our faith. And may we not grow cold because of the times that we live in. May we not appear as people who are alive, yet we are dead because of the things that happen around us. May our faith be as it was in the beginning. That we will continue to burn and be on fire for God. That our faith will count for the kingdom. That our faith will count for the people around us. That our faith will count for the calling that God has given us. I pray that when our faith is tested by time, you'll be able to stand the test of time. And, and there's another church that Jesus Christ wrote to. He told them they, that that's the church of Ephesus that they have left their first love. When they, they began so well, and Paul told the Galatians, you started so well, who has hindered you? The Galatians, there's a lot of, there are so many people who, you see, when you are watching the Olympics, or so right now you are watching the world, um, the games, everybody almost starts very well. When there's a false start, they will have to start again. But when they start well, everybody starts like, everybody starts the race. But in the end, we, we are able to separate the, um, the people who will endure, the people who will stand the test of time, separate themselves from the people who are not able to stand the test of time. And that's how we get winners. We get number one, number two, number three, because time separates them. Time separates the people, the winners, from the people who are going to lose. And so we all start... But let's continue in faith. Let's not give up. Let's all continue to press on because the finishing line is when we meet Jesus Christ. Until we meet Jesus Christ, we have not touched the finishing line yet. And so no matter what you have through faith, no matter your, your status among people, among your friends or, or, or in your church, you have not touched the, finish, the finishing line yet. And so don't give up. Don't throw in the towel now. Or don't be too comfortable. Don't find that place you are as a convenient place and not press on because the finishing line is when we meet Jesus Christ. Until we meet Jesus Christ, we have not touched the finishing line and we all have to press on. We all have to run our race carefully till we meet Jesus Christ. We all have to be committed to the things that we have believed. We all need to watch ourselves that we'll continue to stand. In the recent World Cup, there was a lady who was run, I think it was the Netherlands team. She was almost at the finishing line. And she fell down. Somebody else came and 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 ran past her. She was almost at the finishing line. She was going to win gold, but she fell down at the finishing line. And so, beloved, let's press on. Let's watch our life carefully. Let's continue to run our race carefully. And let's be careful that we will touch the finishing line, that will meet Jesus Christ, that will press on. Time is going to test our fate. But when time tests your fate, I pray that you will come out victorious. The next thing that will test our faith is... I'm sorry. adversity, adversity is going to test our faith. There are things that will come our way, difficult times that will come our way, that is going to test our faith. That if you truly believe and the difficult times come, Are you going to throw in the towel? I've seen many Christians and many believers who start with so much zeal. They are excited about the kingdom of God. They are excited about the word of God. But they went through trials. They went through difficult times. Maybe they lost a loved one. And from that point, they said, no, I don't even believe anymore. If if this thing is true, why am I going through this thing? So adversity is one of the things that will test our faith. But when your faith is tested by adversity, like I said from the beginning, know that every test that comes against your faith is not meant to crush you. It is meant to make you a better person. When your faith is tested, it is meant to bring out a good character out of you. It is meant to make you a better Christian. It is not meant to destroy you. So adversity will come. They will not break you, but they will make you stronger. At Ad- this. Christ told the disciples that these things I have spoken to you, that in me you will have peace, but in the world you will have tribulations. In fact, he has already warned the disciples that as long as you are in this world, you will have tribulation. But the peace that you enjoy does not come from this world. The peace that you enjoy comes from you being in me. And so as long as you are in Jesus Christ, no matter what happens around you, you will continue to enjoy peace. So he told them that be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So know that when adversity comes to test your faith, you will have peace in Christ Jesus. And the peace that is in you, overcomes everything that is in the world overcomes every adversity that you will ever face and one thing that you should remind yourself at the time when you are going through adversity is that everything is working together for your good you see it's easy to quote this scripture when things are working on working very well when things are falling into place when all your expectations are being met it is easy to quote this scripture that all things work together for my good but one day you are facing negativity and things that you are not expecting and happening. And things that are painful, adversity, suffering, it's happening. And that is the time where you actually need the scripture. That all things, no matter what you are going through, all things are working together for your good. Some of those things might be things that you created yourself. But God is able to turn them around. work for your good some of those things that you go through are situations that people have put you through but god is able to work all things together for your good and so adversity will test your faith but know that all things work together for your good Another thing that will test our faith is opposition. Unbelievers will oppose us. They will stand against us because of ignorance, because we do not agree with them, or they wish that we conform and be like them and, and agree with them and say everything they say and do everything they do. But as long as your life is different from other people, as a child of God, remember that you're going to face opposition. Jesus himself was opposed by the Pharisees. He was opposed by the Sadducees. He was opposed by the teachers of the law. The apostles faced opposition and persecution. Apostle Paul faced opposition from the hands of the Jewish people. Beloved, if you are a child of God and you want to stand for the truth in this current world that we live in, and in any generation at all, you are going to face opposition. Because the Christians who came before us faced opposition. And so in our generation we are going to be opposed as well but know that in all these things the bible tells us that we are more than conquerors and so when your faith is tested when your faith you go through the trial of faith know that you are more than a conqueror don't think don't think to yourself that you are the only one who is being tested or you are the only one who is going through those things there are other people who have endured and came out victorious from the same thing that you are going through as a believer. And so you can trust God that you will come out victorious, no matter what test you go through. A few things that you can do when you are going through trial, when your faith is being tested. One of the things you have to do is to remember the promises of God. When your faith is being tested, when you are going through the trial of faith, remember the promises of God. One of the things that I always say to myself, one of the promises that I always remind myself of that God says that I know the thoughts that I have towards you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and hope. And so even though the current situation might not reflect the promise of God, I hold on to the promise of God. This is like a prophecy that God has given everyone who believes. That he has thoughts towards you to prosper you, to give you peace, and to give you hope. And so, as you're going through that time of difficulty, as your faith is being tested, remember the promises of God that he has good thoughts for you to bring you to a place of hope, to bring you of, to a place of prosperity, and of peace. That is the promise of God. So no matter what you're going through, remember the promise of God. The second thing you need to remember is that God has promised that he will never leave or forsake you. No matter where you are, no matter the dark place that you are sitting, no matter the deepest part of the sea or the deepest part of this earth where you are, what when you think nobody remembers you or nobody even knows your name, know that God says that I will never leave or forsake you. So he is there with you in the midst of everything you are going through. At the points that you are going through that thing, God never leaves you or he never departs from you. When you are going through that confusion, misunderstanding, when you are going through that temptation, that trial, when you are going through that pain, that lack, know that God is still with you because he has promised that I will never leave or forsake you. And he who has promised you is faithful, and so know that when you are going through trials, when your faith is being tested, God is with you. The next thing is that you hold on onto your faith. You hold on to your faith. And whenever we, we talk about holding on to your faith and holding on to your confession, one of the persons whose name comes to mind is Job. That Job went through difficult times. Everyone rejected him, but he held on to his faith because he knew that God is faithful. In Job chapter 23, verse 10, he says, But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. Know that after you have gone through the trial and the pain, after you have gone through the test, you will come forth as gold your life will become better. Your li- God will change that situation around and will turn the situation into something else that will be of use to yourself and to the rest of the world. And so after you have gone through that test, he will bring you forth as gold. Number three, remember that all things work together for your good. All things does not mean all good things. It it also means all the bad things. So every experience that you are going through as a child of God, none of those experiences will be wasted. God will use everything you are going through for his glory. God will use everything you are going through for his praise. So everything that is going, going on in your life is working together for your good. This sometimes is difficult to accept because you look at adverse situations and adversities and painful situations that are happening in your life and you wonder if this is true. But the word of God is true. He says all things when he says all things, he means all things are working together for your good. The next thing you have to do is ask God for wisdom. When you are going through opposition, when you are going through adversity, when you are going through difficult times, one of the things you need to ask God for is wisdom. Wisdom to be able to go through the adversity. Many people, when we were going through difficult times, and we see examples in the Bible, when people were going through difficult times and they spoke against God, they murmured against God, and they were not able to get to the place that God wanted them to go. And so when you are going through difficult times when your faith is being tested ask god for wisdom in james chapter 1 verse 5 the bible says if anyone lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him god gives us wisdom liberally without reproach he doesn't withhold from us so if you are going through difficult times if you are going through opposition temptation adversity ask god for wisdom number five do not waver in unbelief don't get to the point where you don't believe in the promise of god anymore don't get to the point where you say that everything the bible is saying is false because you don't believe anymore don't get to that point don't let life circumstances and situations in life bring you to the point where you do not believe in god anymore when you say that i don't believe in god anymore I've seen many people go through difficult times, go through situations that break their faith, that cause their faith to, that that brings a shipwreck in their faith. Bible tells us Abraham, who is the father of faith, in Romans chapter four, verse 20, 21, the Bible says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. God promised Abraham, it took 25 years for that promise to come to pass. Abraham was 90 when the promise came to pass. But he did not waver. He got to the point where naturally it was impossible for that promise to come to pass. But he just believed God. That God is faithful. And God is able to do what he has said. So in your life you have to believe that God is able to take you out of Every situation, there is no situation that is too late for God. There is no situation that is not reversible. Every situation can be reversed in the name of Jesus. And so believe that whatever God has said concerning you is true. Do not weaver at the promise of God through unbelief. Finally, in James chapter 1 verse 2, The Bible says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. He didn't say one trial. He didn't say two. He says various trials, which means there are more than one. When you go through several trials, what does the Bible expect you to do? Count it all joy. When your faith is being tested, count it all joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy comes from within. Joy is not based on the things that happen around you, but it comes from within you. If somebody has joy, he's able to affect his environment. And so Bible says, count it all joy when you go through so many trials. So when your faith is being tested, be joyful. Bible says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. It means that the results of Every test that you go through is that it produces character. Every single test that you go through, every difficult and every trial that you go go through produces character. I have been through times that were difficult. And when I came out of those times, it gave me a certain confidence in God that God is able to take me through anything that will happen in the future. Because I have seen God deliver me from this current problem that I have been through. And so I can trust him to deliver me from anything that will happen in the future. When David faced Goliath, he encouraged himself by the fact that when he faced the bear and when he faced the lion, God delivered him out of the hands of the bear and out of the hands of the lion. So he was confident that God was going to deliver him out of the hands of Goliath. And so there, are, there might be troubles and problems and situations that you have come out of. See those troubles and situations as your bears and your lions, that God has delivered you from those things. And so when you are faced with another trouble, which is Goliath, standing in front of you, remember the times that God delivered you. Remember the times that God brought help. Remember the times when you thought all was lost and God came through for you. Use those times to encourage yourself that this thing that you are facing, you are going to come out of it victorious. And so know that the testing of your faith is meant to produce character. The trial of your faith is meant to produce character. The Bible says, But when patience have had it perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So know that no trial, the test of your faith, it's not meant to destroy you when your faith is tested, when you go through the trial of faith, it's meant to make you a better person. It is meant to build character in you and make you um, make build you into somebody who is closer and in, remem- in, in resemblance to Jesus Christ. Our goal is to become like Jesus. Our goal is to have the character of Christ. And trial produce that type of patience and character in us. Just like gold is not destroyed by fire, but gold is made brighter and better by fire. Trials and temptation, difficult times, make you a better Christian. They are meant to make you a better Christian. And so don't think that when you're going through any difficult time, then it means God is going to destroy you or God is God is god is planning to destroy you but those difficult times are tools that god uses to build us into better christians and into better believers and so if you are going through any difficult time right now i want you to remember this message that we all go through trials but all those trials are meant to make us better people they are meant To make our faith, which is much precious than gold. The Bible says that when our faith, which is much precious than gold, is tested by fire, then we may be found to have praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. What that means is that when you go through that trial, when when Jesus finally is revealed or when Jesus appears, then what the trials that you were able to come out of, God is going to praise you. He's going to honor you and he's going to glorify you because you stood strong, because you did not faint. And so Jesus Christ in his letter to the churches kept telling them that anyone who endures to the end will be rewarded. And so beloved, whatever you're going through, it's not uncommon to man. I tell people that believers go through tests, trials, believers go through the same situations but for for a believer you have hope then come what may you're going to come out victorious that God is with you no matter what you're going through and so when your faith is tested remember that you become a better person at the end and it will result in glory and praise in the presence of God. shall we pray? Father we thank you in the name of Jesus for this morning that you have spoken to us, Father. I pray in Jesus' mighty name, anyone who is going through any trial right now, anyone whose faith is being tested, I pray in Jesus' name that your grace will be sufficient in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the test. Father, I pray that your grace will be sufficient in Jesus' mighty name. Grant them grace, grant them deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Lord, that we remember these words that you have spoken to us this morning. When we are faced with opposition, when we are faced with adversary, when our faith is our faith is being tested, in Jesus mighty name, Holy Spirit, we thank you for your help in the midst of everything that is surrounding us, in the midst of everything that we are going through, in Jesus mighty name, Amen. Amen.